Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. This is Jennifer, and I want to say thank you for joining us this week. We're doing something a little bit different, and that's because we're taking some of the snippets from our new live show on Facebook Live that airs every Wednesday around 2 p.m., and we're taking the um, kind of the best of the best of those conversations over the last couple of weeks and compiling them into this week's episode. I think you're in for a real treat. Let's go ahead and get started. Corey and I started our day extra early because we had a conference call with a pretty large practice who happens to be another ortho practice mm-hmm. and um, with their practice administrator and their uh, COO, I think. Yes. She's a chief operating officer. Correct. Well, they have recently received notification that one of the large nationally known hospital chains is moving into their community. Mm-hmm. And they had been told previously that the hospital wasn't coming or if they came, it was more in name only, but they weren't hiring orthopedic surgeons. Right. Well now, um, there's a group of independent practices where we were on the email chain that this large hospital group has actually got multiple um, ads out looking for orthopedic surgeons to move down to this area. And so we had a big strategy meeting on what we're gonna do to counter the hospitals. And um, the one thing we were talking, Corey and I had a pre-meeting before the meeting, and we were saying, you know, strategically speaking, there's not much, you're never gonna compete with a hospital of this Can't size. Spend them. No, and this, this, is a, this group has a huge name ID, and they're known for having a quality experience. But what we can do is lean very heavily into the strategy that we already have out, out there. Um, really leaning into the online reviews specifically mm-hmm. and then you know right now you might have 30 reviews per doctor yeah. you know, but the goal would be let's have a couple hundred by the time this hospital chain moves into the area right. because by the time we do that they can't catch up right. well and also I mean that practice has been there for decades so they've been the orthopedic leader for decades, decades. in that area and the hospital can never say that no absolutely I mean but the hospital can say that they've been around for decades sure. but but not in that community. That's it. Mm-hmm. So we had a big come to Jesus this morning talking about the difference between, you know, how, what do you do from a strategic standpoint if a large hospital group moves in and then that's on one? And then separately, mm-hmm. how do we really amplify the fact that they're independent and how do we lean into those patient stories? Because at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to make your practice different from anybody else is the stories of the patients themselves. And so exactly. that's what we do. So we got a client. They're an independent practice and there's a hospital that's moving in basically to their doorstep. Mm -hmm. And so we found out about this last week and we've been, I think we've had what, three meetings so far? Yeah, at least three meetings. Just got off a call with them and it's interesting. So there's, we're developing like a short-term and a long-term strategy. So the short-term is basically like, let's make sure we have this we have a little window of time before we know that the hospital is going to come spend like a lot of money right. so short term what are we going to do to sort of increase name recognition and how are we going to do that without like you know having to take out loans and blow up the bank basically yeah. 
So we're working on that now. And then long term, we're talking like three to five years. We're looking at like every element of how this practice runs. And so that that's administration, it's operations, how they hire, how they fire, how they communicate, what patients like actually think of them. Um, which I think is a really cool exercise because we always sort of assume we know and we just sort of like tell the message that we think people want to hear, but we don't really ever ask them. So it's a really cool opportunity, not only for us to find out like what patients in this particular demographic are saying, but I think it'll help all of our clients because we're going to be able to, to take this knowledge back and say, well, you may think that you know mm-hmm. you're positioned X Y Z, but it's actually totally different. We heard yeah. it like straight from the horse's mouth. So yeah, I think what you said too is definitely a big learning opportunity for us too. And yeah. I think the word strategy strategy is important because it's easy to think of little tactics like oh we should buy this app or we should spend here we should spend there. So it's not tactics. It's like a complete strategy. Like take a step back and like right. look at everything. Right. So I think that's just. A learning opportunity across the board for us and sure. for our client. Yeah, and then there's definitely like you are going to have to spend money for sure right. because if you want to increase increase um, brand recognition, name awareness, you know there's only so much you can do sort of without spending some money. But it's about spending money in the right ways and in the right, right places, and then having that right message too, which is why like what we were just saying, it's kind of important to like know what the perception is and what right. people are actually saying rather than just assuming because yeah. you could buy like you said like print ads and radio ads and talk about your your doctors but does anybody really care would they rather see a patient which is how we always try and market it's like let's focus on the benefits and the results but maybe they would rather see the doctors or maybe they would rather you know see like a before and an after or whatever the case may be so it'll be interesting Facebook is changing their algorithm again, shocker. Um, but this one is actually interesting because it's they're addressing sensational health claims. So these kind of miracle cures or overly exaggerated results. Um, so obviously this relates to us for the medical yeah. field and kind of how you're portraying your results or your patient stories on Facebook. Um, Right now, their their kind of goal is to minimize health content that is sensational or misleading. Um, right now, it says that um, they're, they want to focus on posts that are trying to sell products that have all these health-related claims. You know, buy this and you're going to instantly mm-hmm. lose 100 pounds. You know, are things you, that are sensationalized. Are you old enough to, like, know snake oil? Like, a snake oil salesman? Have you ever heard that No, before? I actually heard you say that yesterday. Okay. And I was like... So- yeah, cool, Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like when someone tries to sell you something, but it's totally fake. It's like uh, they used okay. to like travel around in like these little like get ups. They would get out and stand up on the soapbox and say like, you know, this this potion or whatever will make uh, you like six feet tall. Just put like two drops on your head in the morning. Like it's not like an actual thing. Right. So is that like what they're trying to? Yeah. Okay. So for the most part, pages shouldn't have too much to worry about if, you know, like a lot of what we do with our clients are like legitimate patient stories sharing their experience. But if you say that, you know, doctor's going to do back surgery and you're going to do a backflip the next day, that might be a <laughs> sensationalized claim. Right. Um, so just something to pay attention to. Facebook's always changing their formulas. And so just another thing. to. And I would imagine, too, this probably would affect a, maybe not so much like medical practices, but you know, like some people that work in, in medical practices, they have like a side hustle. Right. Yeah. And they like uh, they're part of those um, like nu- nutrition shakes yeah. and like those kinds of things. Like I, I wonder would, if those businesses are going to be really affected. That's what I would imagine, and I think yeah. it's more 
more like product sales based as right. well. So, I mean, a medical office is more like a service True. based rather than like order this product online and yeah. it's going to change your life kind of thing. Um, so it'll be interesting to see it, how that affects. And it, it's funny too, like as they're going through and making these changes, I wonder if they're related to the fact that like as of right now, like two minutes ago, right? Yeah. Like the Facebook is broken. Like none of the images oh, yeah. are working right yeah. on Instagram Facebook too. and Instagram. So it's like those like broken image things where it's like the little green, yeah. you know, background of a broken image. Uh, so that's happening on Facebook and then Instagram because it's connected to Facebook. Uh, so you're probably experience that, experiencing that as well. Uh, we went ahead and went live with um, the big Facebook live Q&A that we were setting up with the uh, orthopedic surgeon that we work with. Um, I think it went as well as it could I thought it was have. great. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, on and off we had, um, I think, like 80 or 90 people watching. It had a bunch of comments, a bunch of feedback. Um, and what was nice, too, was a lot of his team and people at the practice tuned in so it created kind of created a buzz yeah. within the practice um, and it's nice because Facebook makes it really easy to save those videos and then embed them so what we can now do is jump on the website we can put the video right there and it's just kind of um, we can use this you know over and over again and um, it was it's cool because nobody else is doing that at least not yeah. typing and I think you can take those questions and we can use them as FAQs on the websites after we can transcribe yeah so the whole thing took about uh, 20 minutes or so and um, I don't remember how many questions he answered, but they were all like like really good, succinct answers. So, uh, mm -hmm. like you said, I think we can turn those into mm -hmm. FAQ posts, social posts, all that kind of stuff. Um, wasn't a ton of the setup. And what did, what was the setup that you used? Um, so we actually signed up with a software called Ecam, and uh, it's like a subscription base, but it essentially turns the computer into like a production studio. So we had a couple of cameras there, which you can uh, switch through the camera angles really easily. We can see the comments live. We can share them. Uh, we can respond to those comments. I'm gonna say this: I was there. It was cool, and it was very legit. And yeah, talk oh, about, I saw the setup. Talk about some people having some pride with the fact that they had this big computer yeah. and everything. Check our Instagram story from behind yeah, the scenes. That was great. It was, it was great. like we knew what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. you did. Did yeah. you have any like any like? Oh shit moments? Um, at the beginning, I was, well, okay, so we scheduled it yes. and, yes, we, <laughs> always, yeah, we scheduled it for noon and then it was, uh, cause there's a little countdown on there and it was like a minute and a half to go and the doctor was still seeing patients and I was like, what oh are we going to do? We can't prep him. I can't stop it. I remember I was watching the countdown and I'm like, I bet Cord's freaking out. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. And then Andy, uh, Andy went to grab him. He came back and then, uh, we had time to say, Hey, how's it going? And then he went, what am I doing again? And we told him and he sat down and then. <laughs> well, they're professional. So talk about yeah. that because you mentioned Andy. Yeah. Did you, so in the past when we do live videos, we sometimes just do us straight with the doctor. Right. And I thought this one, the, the physician was a lot more comfortable because of the, the way that you It's an interview style. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to do an interview style, almost like a moderator. So um, we had someone from the practice basically be a host mm -hmm. um, for the live video. Uh, we actually wrote out a little script for him so he knew where to pause, what to say, how to wrap it up. And then um, we had a signal for when we were coming to a close because it, it was uh, during the physician's lunch hour. So we wanted to get him out of there so he could have lunch and get back to clinic. Um, so we hit a certain point, I gave the signal, Andy wrapped it up, and then um, with a call to action, if you wanted to learn more about the doc or schedule an appointment, go here. And, and so that. when you were doing that, I like cleaning everything up at the end, I was mm -hmm. having a conversation with the, the person, the rep from the practice, mm -hmm. and I was saying, 
that when they're ready, what I want to do is I want to do this exact same thing. But remember when you were in elementary school and they did like the morning announcements yes. on video? I was on this. Even if we do like a <laughs> weekly announcement. Yeah. But what a great way to disseminate information. Absolutely. To like put a name with a face and to get it out practice wide. You do a quick video, whether it's a closed social media group mm -hmm. or you take that video and pop it on the internet. Super simple. Love doesn't it. cost anything. Yeah. Great way to create that connection with patients or with um, with employees. Absolutely. So I think that's a Win-win-win-win-win-win. Yeah, it was cool technology, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see what some of the other physicians think and how it takes off. So, what time of day did you do that? Uh, it was at noon. All right, so it's at noon, and this is 2:11 p.m. that we're having this conversation. And just a few minutes ago, I got the Google alert showing that the Facebook event had already indexed for the practice. Awesome. Which means that there's SEO value and organic ranking value that goes with this too. So I think that's just, that's huge. Yeah, and then like we said, we can take that video, uh, it's safe forever on the Facebook page, but we can archive it, embed it, put it on the website so we can use it in a bunch of different places and a bunch of different ways. That's great. Yeah. All right, that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, just live on Facebook or did you put it live anywhere else? Uh, for this test, it was just on Facebook. Uh, we, we can actually, stream on other services too, but we just didn't right. for today. <laughs> Live and learn, right? Exactly. It was, good, it was yeah. a good testing ground. YouTube and Twitter, uh, we're going to simulcast next time for sure. So next time we do this, are we going to simulcast too? Uh, yeah. That's a yes. That's yep. a yes. That's great. That's great. <laughs> yes, we can. Awesome. So I'm working on client recaps and what we're finding as we we're going through, we actually just had a meeting yesterday where collectively as, as a team, we were going through sort of like the top level analytics numbers. And it's interesting, so we want to do that one, so obviously we're all on the same page and we know kind of like what's going on and if there's trends developing. Um, but what we were seeing is, what's, what's really cool is we've launched a bunch of websites recently for yeah. clients. Um, and some of the ones that we did like four or five months ago, the organic uh, search content that we've been writing and putting up, it's starting to hit. So we were seeing like year over year numbers for this website jump like 70% and it's it's a direct result of that organic content. So, uh, you know, that's always reassuring to see that, you know, we're, we're moving in the right direction and we're delivering what we say we're going to deliver. Uh, and then when you see like the red numbers pop up, it's, it's always interesting to see that too. It's like, what's happening? Is this something we need to be aware of? And then when you start to talk through it and you look at the data, you say, oh, well, depending on where we're looking at this, do we spend a bunch more money last year? So we, we were just uh, on the phone with a client earlier mm -hmm. And we saw like a 24% decrease. How did his, he take that? His, he was fine with it because yeah. we had an actual reason as <laughs> yeah. to what, what had happened. Yeah. And we just told him that, you know, last year we did this big Mother's Day promotion. Spent we, like $2,000. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And so we didn't do that this year. And then there's a direct correlation and causation that we didn't spend that money, numbers went down. So we spent the money, they'd be where they were. How were his sales? How were his sales? They were down a little bit, okay. but again, because we were driving to That's interesting, a specific though. appointment. And he page. probably noticed it and he's like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, you didn't spend the money. Right, exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. so he, he wound up saving more money on the advertising, but obviously there's uh, less visits, less conversions. Um, but for that same client, organic traffic, again, the stuff you don't pay for, it was still up, I think, like 11%. I think out of that exercise yesterday and the day before, one thing that really stood out to me is when we were looking at the metrics of measurables yeah. and conversions. Mm -hmm. And there was one in particular where the conversion numbers were down or they were different. And then we started talking about we because they're using that, that different software, the software mm -hmm. for scheduling appointments that we can't get the conversion number from it. So then our measurement tactic changes. Yes, 
But then, you know, we were like, well, we can't measure it. And we kind of threw our arms up in the air. And then after we like dove into it a little bit more, we said, all right, we can't measure that, but maybe Mm -hmm. the definition of a conversion Mm -hmm. changes. And I think that was a valuable exercise because it makes you look at things in a different way. And it's, it's easy to say like, well, we can't do it. Or, you know, it doesn't measure that way or like impressions. Why are impressions through the roof, or why are they low? And I question, like, why do we even measure impressions in, you know, AdWords? Because impressions are user-driven. Right. It's a vanity metric. It's totally a vanity metric. So I think it's important, you know, once a quarter, like we do, to dive in and really look at what you're measuring. I think it's valuable to look year over year. But I think also for some of our clients, when we started looking at year-to-date, that told us whether we're on the right track or not. Yeah. And, And I think it's important to say, too, that... We always try and provide some sort of analysis or context to these things, mm-hmm. and that can be, just be something to like be aware of. You know, if you have a website company or whatnot, and they just send you a report weekly or monthly, they just spit one out, and you look through the numbers, and you say, "Oh, we're up, great. Oh, we're down, great." But you, you don't, don't have the true context, right? And you don't really know why. So, mm-hmm. just something to kind of like be on the lookout for is you know sometimes you might need to actually sit for a second, digest what you're looking at, and then figure out why things are trending either in the, the right direction, the wrong direction, or they're stagnant. Yeah. I yeah. think another like takeaway from that exercise um, from a social media standpoint say the same yeah. thing. is, yeah. you know, what was performing, what has performed this year, and what hasn't performed, and what performed really well. Yeah, I mean, whenever we sorted it by just organic engagement, it was always the stuff with staff, mm-hmm. or the doctors, or a patient. The real personal in the moment posts always far exceeded um, any of the other posts, and organically yeah. as well. Yeah, that's a great point. So those posts did really well from an organic reach and impression standpoint, mm-hmm. engagement. So everyone that's a fan of that practices social media loves that stuff. Yep. But then if you looked at the clicks, you'd say, oh my, oh my goodness, we're down like 12%. Yeah. Well, that's because we didn't post as much content that included a link back to the website, but that's okay because look where we're making up this ground. You know, people yeah. just aren't clicking on something. I think but that that's... was an interesting thing that we okay. saw by kind of looking at everything. Mm-hmm. Is like, why are the clicks, you know, referral, what is right. it called? Referral click links from social so yeah. low? And it's because we have been pushing this organic, mm-hmm. real content that you wouldn't say like, our staff's having a great Friday. Here's a link to our website. You know, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. So having that kind of... Yeah. more fun social posts that you want to have. Well, I think it backs up some of the strategic changes we've been making this last year. Mm-hmm. You know, we were finishing the ability case study mm-hmm. that we did with their staff. Mm-hmm. I was working on that again this morning with Lawrence. And I think that's going to be a really strong piece when it comes out to lay out that policy. Mm-hmm. When I was talking to Bevins from Array, which is our podcast that's coming out tomorrow, when I was talking to Bevins um, last week about it, um, I told her about the ability case study mm-hmm. they want to run the same contest oh, yeah, for their practice. Put the yeah. so like yeah. it's that yeah they everybody should and I think when you were talking with the doc today mm-hmm. didn't you share with him that his engagement is down and mm-hmm. you know what was kind of the conversation there um, they have an uh, internal person that's gonna be kind of coordinating the staff to get more in the moment photos but he has kind of two service lines and engagement was up in one of the service lines because those staff members had been sending content 
and then it was down significantly in another service line because we weren't getting content for that service line. So it was kind of like, this one's up because you're doing kind of what we asked you to do, but this one's down because we're not doing what you asked. Absolutely. It's kind of a a good way to show, like, you're up here because good job you're doing that, but you're down here because we didn't get that. Well, I think it goes to you can have an agency or a partner that you're working with, Mm -hmm. and we can only do so much, but our job is to teach you how to be successful, too. Yeah, and, and that was actually one thing I wanted to mention. So what was interesting is when we said you were down over in this area, and we said, well, maybe it's, you know, because he was trying to, like, incentivize his staff. Mm-hmm. He said, well, maybe it's the incentive that you're offering. And he said, no, it's me. I need to basically, like, lead them better and yeah. get behind it. And yeah. then if I show enthusiasm, I know that they're going to pick it up. And it's I thought true. that was awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that the the – we know this stuff intuitively it just makes sense to us but when we're looking at those numbers it made us better at even the doctor today it made you better prepared to have that conversation with them Mm -hmm. absolutely well that just about wraps it up for the week i hope that you enjoyed this week's episode and if you want to check out more of our weekly behind the curtain live facebook video series be sure to jump over to facebook and search doctor marketing tips make sure you get onto that list so that you can be notified and again this is jennifer with the doctor marketing tips podcast hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.